Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hello everyone, and before we get started with today's episode, I just want to let you know about the Mystical Life Coach certification that we're running the second week in January. Now, if you've been listening to any of the podcasts at MSU, you've been listening to Ellie or myself or any other of our amazing coaches, we are about to run another semester of certifying coaches in this work. It is a six-month journey of self-transformation, self-discovery, but you'll also learn the skills on how to coach this work. It's led and taught by Rachel Fiore, supported by the entire MSU community. So if you are interested in doing this and becoming a coach and earning the Mystical Life Coach certification, please follow the link below, fill out the application, and jump on a quick consultation with me. I'll see you in another episode. Thanks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee. And I'm your host, Danny Morley. And this week, we're going to be talking about opening Pandora's box. Hmm. Now, when I first started my own healing journey, this is what felt like had happened. Like this huge box of stuff had been opened and I didn't know what to do with it all. I didn't know how to close it. And recently, after learning this work, I've been practicing it every day. I've been going through another wave of this. Um, what my programs were kind of telling me were that I've opened Pandora's box and I don't know what to do with all of this stuff that's in there. And it was bringing up a lot of powerlessness, a lot of helplessness. And when I say opening Pandora's box, I just want to go into exactly what I mean by that. Like It felt like I'm opening up to parts of myself, traumas, unprocessed emotions that have been stored inside of me since childhood and not knowing what to do with them. And this, this recent period that I've been in has been like another layer of stuff just opening up within the last couple of months, all, all fall for me. It's been like all deeper layers of, of stuff. And it's felt like I've gone into a, another Pandora's box and the programs, what they've been saying is like, um, you've opened Pandora's box and you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to heal any of this. Uh, you don't know. There's just a lot of like really negative self-talk, which has been really confusing to me. And as I've been finding my power through all of it, which is always the goal of this work is to find our power through, you know, what we're moving through. I can clearly see that like the box was opened years ago years ago so in my late 20s from drinking too much recreational drug use i really did open pandora's box and one day it was like everything that was stored in my psyche just started pouring out and it turned into a very dark night of the soul um for which lasted a couple years to be honest uh, lasted for me from like 2018 to 2020 
Um, and then 2021, it started to shift a little and then I found this work and then everything started to really transform. And I, when I look back now, quite clearly, I opened Pandora's box. Obviously, we're using this as a metaphor. I opened this so-called box back then, back in, in like 2018. And I didn't know what to do with what comes up. And this is the dangers of psychedelics is if you open things up through drugs like this and you don't know how to handle what's in there, it is so challenging because it's it what it what happened was is it started surfacing things from my childhood deep energies that i didn't know what to do with and they really confused me and they led me down a very very dark place for a long time and thankfully you know that dark place turned out to be um a place of transformation um as we mentioned with a podcast with uh, one of our coaches emily hunt it was a catalyst for change it was a way for me to start awakening to myself, my spiritual nature, um, my mental and emotional struggles that I've been experiencing my whole life, but kind of sweeping under the rug. And yeah, it was finally time to like, honestly look at this stuff. And it's been interesting that this cycle, like two years into this work now has come back of like, oh, I feel like again, like I've opened Pandora's box and I don't know what to do with it, except I do know what to do with it. Cause thank thank goodness I have this work and it's just the case of sitting down breaking down the programs and working through it but as you're working through it you know it feels like completely powerless completely hopeless that you're completely lost that you've opened up this box and you're you're doomed so I just wanted to talk about that today with the podcast with you Ellie yeah I love that thank you for sharing all of that um but I was just thinking of I just spent my whole life like Pandora's box feel like has always been open for me. It's I've just always really struggled with depression and feeling sad and a lot of um, suicidal um, ideation and things like that. And so when I started the inner child work and I had my awakening, I didn't have any of this work. Like, I don't even know on it. When I look back on the first three years, I don't even know how I got through it. I mean, I, it was a mess. It was a mess. It was like, for the first time I was aware that I had all of these issues, you know, like before when you're blind, like you don't really know how messed up you are. Like, you know, when like things are bad and things are low and you're like, okay, so I'm like a little depressed and I'm a little this, but you don't really know the, the, the length of it or where, if it's, where it's even rooted from. Right. So when I started having my spiritual awakening and I started going into all of this stuff, I was like, oh my God, I have no uh, leg to stand on. And so that's why I was looking for all of these modalities and everyone to like save me and help me because I was such a mess. And then when I started this work, I think the second bot, if we could just make it Pandora's box into levels, the second level opened up for me and it was, oh my God, now I'm so aware. Like before I was aware and now this work is like ultra aware. And then the third one opened when I got off antidepressants over a year ago. That really kind of shook everything. Not that I hadn't been shaking for like years and years and years, but antidepressants put this really, really, really numbing cream on everything. And I didn't really know the length of what was in there. And then I got off of them and then I was annihilated. Um, Every year of my journey has been hard in its own way. And this year was the year I got off these pills. And now I know what I have work and I have all of, you know, our colleagues and 
you know, everyone to support me as I got off of them. But holy crap, I didn't know the um, the severity of my wounding and the severity of what was actually in there until I stopped taking things that were numbing me and and closing me and not allowing me to feel everything that was actually in there. And so, yeah, that's what Pandora's box has been for me this year is what's in there as you get off these pills that have kept you, you know, slightly just numb. I mean, that that's really the best word that I can describe it. It wasn't until I got off of it that I realized all this time I was feeling so much. I just couldn't feel 100% of it because of these pills. And now I do. And it's been very intense, very intense. And what was that like? Kind of, uh, you really did open Pandora's box this year with coming off those things because it's like opening up to everything that's in there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, having having to be okay with feeling it all. Yeah, it was a really hard year. I could cry talking about it. You know, I think like now that we're approaching the end of the year, this year was really hard. Uh, there's a lot. Oh, my, there's a lot of emotions for sure. I um I know that I had an inkling that when I got off of them it was going to be hard. I, I had an inkling, but yeah. Before in the years previously, when I would immaturely and not responsibly get off of them, I would go into like a whirlwind of just suffering. And then I would get uh, up back on them and I would go on higher doses because I just couldn't handle it. And this year I knew that I was never going to get back on them. I knew that I had everything I needed to face all the demons in there. And it was really, really challenging. And this year tested me on levels that, you know, thank God for you and really for the support I had. Um, to get me through it. And, 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 you know, we talk a lot about this work because we are this work and we really embody this work. And it is no joke of how this work has saved me when I really thought I didn't want to wake up in the morning. Um, and so I can say that it's been a year almost, and I made it. And I know that it's just going to get better and better because I'm just getting stronger. If I could get through this year without being relying on something I've been relying on for 20 years, like I can do anything. And so, um, it's been a blessing, but also, yeah, one of the hardest mountains I've had to climb for sure. You used, um, a couple words there, which I'd love to go into deeper for both of us, which is saved me. And when everything started unfolding for me back in 2018, I was in such a dark place. I needed saving. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed some answers. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't realize uh, it was trauma that was coming up. Uh, I thought I'd broken myself. I thought I'd broken my b- brain. Um, it was very, it was very dark. I needed saving. I felt like so help and you know, so helpless, so hopeless, so powerless. Right, and that's the victim there. That's the person that needs saving. Is um, it's the person who's helpless and hopeless and powerless. And um, we talk about this work about how you just said the words like it saved me, right? And it's not like the beauty is it's not this place of like, oh, this thing's coming to save me. It's not Mm -hmm. like the work came and made everything better. It's the work that we do through MSU allows us to save ourselves. And this is really important because 
you know, if you look back on the last few thousand years, everything is outside of us. It's always we're looking for that savior to come. We're looking for mom or dad to come and make everything better. And this work is about no learn how to save yourself, learn how to find your own power. It's not outside of you. It's in you. It is you. Um, and that's the big distinction between what it is that we do, um, at MSU and, you know, the work that we, we practice and, and preach every day is it's not about being saved by someone or something outside of you. It's not about going and you can do that if you want, but this work is about finding that from within, within your own self. And when we do that, when we don't look for that savior, we can save ourselves. And then that's where the true transformation, the lasting transformation happens. Mm, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And when I say, yeah, this work saved me, it wasn't a person, it wasn't a tool, it wasn't something outside of me. It was, let me connect to myself and let me open and let me face all that's here. And what showed up this year was horrifying, like emotionally, um, really horrifying. And I got through it because I knew what to do when it showed up. You know, before I would just go call my psychiatrist and be like, I need to get on more and they would give me more or before it was just, I was a damsel in distress. You know, I would call everybody to like, you know, sometimes my parents would have to pick me up and they would just have to like bring me to their home. So I just wouldn't be alone, you know, and like that was the way that I was coping with everything. I just had to get through. I just had to get through. I just had to get through. I just had to let it pass by. I would count the days till it was done. And then when it was done, I'd be like, okay, I can't wait. I, like, I'm so happy. Like, I hope it never shows up again. And this time around, it was like, no, it's here and it's going to keep coming. So what will you do with it as it shows up? And when it showed up every single morning, right on time, I knew what to do. I just opened and I really just brought love. I brought so much love. I brought so much the way of surrender. Oh my God. The way of surrender was my best friend. As I moved through that time, we have unconditional love the way of patience, like my God, like so the way of connection, all of it were pivotal um, during this really, really difficult year of getting off of them. And yeah, you know, the word saving is so interesting because I spent my entire life um, people asking me if I'm saved by Jesus. You know, I spent mo most of my pivotal years of giving my life to Jesus saying, Jesus saved me. I'd walk around and be like, when, when did Jesus save you? And when did you give yourself to Jesus and all this stuff? And I never resonated. It never hit, you know, I really didn't even understand what it meant. I was just going through the motions because it, it felt like that was the right thing to do. Like it felt like everybody else was getting saved. So might as well jump on the bandwagon because it seemed like th that was the only thing that was right. And looking back, like, that that none of that was actually real for me. And I was just, always just trying to get by like every year that would go up by in my life. I'd be like, okay, that's one year that I've done here on earth. And like, I'm just getting closer to death. Like how that's really sad. Like I was just waiting for this existence to end. So I didn't have to feel all of these things. And it was just so much powerlessness because you don't know what you don't know. You know, I didn't know that negative emotions were there to be loved and transformed. I didn't know that like those things, you know, were meant for my growth and my like shit. Nobody teaches us this, these things. Like we literally live on a planet that doesn't teach you shit about what you are and who you are and how to go into all of the things that this density and this dimension brings. Like it is, it is a wild experience to be here. I will say that. And I will 
tip my hat off to every human being that comes here because holy shit, this is not a joke planet to be on. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful for my soul and I'm so thankful to, um, what it chose to do in this life, obviously. And I'm just grateful for what this work has taught me. I just feel like, you know, one of my clients that I was working with recently, like, oh, she's such a badass and she's listening to this. I love you. You know you who you are. She told me, she's like, I feel like I can do anything. And she's like, and when I say that, I mean that I feel like any challenge that life throws at me, she's like, before I used to crumble, before I used to need to control, I used to run all these control mm. programs. She's like, and now like I'm healing all of that and whatever life throws at me, I know that I can handle it and I can take it on because I'm connected. And I'm like, that's it. And that's when she job. said it, it hit me. Yeah. Because I was like, that's what this work is. We are guiding you back to connect to the power that is within you. That is you. And when you're connected to that, I always have this vision. It's like, I used to be really afraid of tornadoes. Like I had a rational fear of tornadoes when I was a kid. I watched that movie, um, what was it called? Twister. And I always thought that a tornado was going to come and kill me. And so I always have this vision now of like, no matter what F5, F6, F9 tornado comes, I won't get like swept away in it. I'm so anchored because I can just connect my heart and I can go into any tornado, no matter how big it is, because I'm anchored. Nothing can swift, like swift me away. Nothing can, you know, take me away into the darkness because I can go into anything just so grounded because I'm connected now to my power and my divinity. And that itself is the crux of what we offer here. And that's, yeah, it's been the biggest game changer of my life. Yeah. And I mean, you mentioned something that I, I knew what to do and we do through this work, we do learn so that when the stuff comes up, we know what to do. We know what to do with it. We know how to deal with the pain and the programs, but when it, first comes up and like this is the cycle that i've been in each layer that we go through we don't know what to do because it's a new layer of pain it's a new new experience a new level of depth of what it is that we've been feeling and then we have to figure out what do i do with this because when the pain comes opens up right let's say we're going into another layer of our our healing and we've opened uh, another another pandora's box to continue with the metaphor we forget because of the programs they're unconscious programs right so we completely forget we become unconscious in that moment and this work is about becoming conscious enough to remember right who we are and what we are how powerful we are and even while all of that unconscious pain and whatever's showing up, whether it's powerlessness, helplessness, shame, unworthiness, this is all the stuff I've been working through. When it shows up to remember, I am powerful enough to just connect and love myself through this. But when it shows up, man, it's hard to do. It's really difficult. The last thing that we think to do is to connect to our divinity because in that moment, we're separate and we're disconnected from it. And that's the nature of these programs is they disconnect us from that truth. And mm. through this work, it's this constant realignment back to who we really are. And that's the process. And it goes layer upon layer, deeper upon deeper. And, you know, you mentioned earlier about the, the second layer of 
Pandora's box, the second box was like this ultra awareness. And that's kind of like what I've been going through where it's, I'm so aware of all of the stuff that's going on. It's like, I can't escape everything that I'm feeling and everything that I'm thinking. And this work never ends and never stops. And it's like, it's always there. <sighs> and then you yeah. breathe and you come back and then you do the work. And then on the other side of it, that's where we find the freedom and that awareness is beautiful. It's amazing, but when it's only amazing when it's partnered with the alchemy, the transformation, the actual the energetic centering back to our divinity, back to the power that we are. Mm. And if we just have the awareness, I was stuck here for a long time of just being aware of my shit and not knowing what to do with it. Just mm. being aware of of the pain, but not knowing how to actually transform it within myself. And then, you know, you combine those two together and then it can lead you to a place where, well, this just keeps getting deeper and deeper and worse and worse. How do I know I'm healing? Mm -hmm. And that's a constant struggle because with each layer, it feels like it's getting worse and worse. And it feels like you're going further down the hill instead of going up the hill. You're like, man, I'm getting more powerful. I thought this should be getting easier right now. And instead, I'm back in this place where I don't know what to do. And it's like, what? I've been doing this for a while. Shouldn't I be healed now, right? Shouldn't I have worked through this? And there comes in the mind and the shame and the judgment of where I'm at and the lack of surrender and another layer just to go into. Yeah. And Rachel and the live membership last night gave a beautiful teaching on this. And I wish I could just quote her so I don't have to like butcher this, but man, it blew my mind because, you know, as your partner, obviously I see you move through all of the layers and you vice versa. And also all the, all the other coaches and the colleagues that we have moved through a lot of painful stuff. And we get to these places where we're like, wait a minute, I thought that I healed this one. And I thought that this one was done. Why is it still showing up? And am I not doing anything? Am I not healing anything? And Rachel gave this beautiful teaching on when you are experiencing your wounds that you've been working on for a while and they come up, you're not realizing that you're experiencing whatever's left of that wound from a more elevated place. It's not the old you who first experienced it. You've elevated past that. You're just, you're at a higher level now feeling and seeing the crumbs that are in there. And, and the whole thing of like, but why is this place? like, no, you're at a higher level. You're just seeing what else is left in there. And it was like so mind blowing and so beautiful. And it made me cry because yeah, it's a difficult, it's a difficult journey. You know, there's no sugarcoating that it, it is hard. And to understand and like realize like, okay, yeah, like we're really doing the work. We're really doing the work. And this is a process. This is a journey. And some of us run so much impatience. You know, that program is such a little biatch, you know, we're so impatient. We just want it now. We're so, you know, we've been doing that for two years now. We should be blah, blah. And it's like, hold up, take a breath because this will take as long as it takes to, and your attachment to how long it's going to be or what it needs to be or what it should be. You need to heal that because when you become the way of patience, you understand and realize like it is what it is and it will take as long as it needs to take. And that's okay just honor and keep doing the work, keep becoming. That's a quote right there from Rachel Fury, keep becoming. And it's those moments where I'm like, I feel so much relief and I'm like, okay, I don't need to be anywhere. Like that's the patriarchy. I was, I was sharing this last night of like, do more, do harder, gotta go, do it now. It's like, whoa, whoa, like feel the energy of that. 
just like force, 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 force. And then I'm hard on myself when I'm not. And it's like divinity is, that is not divinity. Divinity is flow and it is powerful and it is beautiful and it is never that energy. And it was just a really like a little shift in me of like, okay, I'm okay. We're all okay. Just keep becoming, just keep becoming. It was a, it was a big shift in me for sure. Like listening yeah. to us say that after what I've been working through and I kind of, yeah, uh, yesterday it felt like, okay, I've, I've, for this period, I've worked through this little bit and I'm coming out, um, kind of heads above the clouds for this moment. And then she kind of brought that teaching in at the perfect time yeah. for me to go, Oh, okay. So I'm not going backwards. It's just, I'm seeing things from a, a higher level. And, you know, one of the things that we always talk about with this work is that it's an organic process, right? So what, what we mean by that is you're, it's not like, as I mentioned my story at the beginning of uh using any sort of like plant medicine or psychedelic where you can not saying this always happens but it definitely didn't happen to me to some degree where you can go in and things open up and you're not quite ready to handle what's being opened what the traumas that are being surfaced and within this process you just organically open so you work with the energy of your heart and your heart will never allow you to feel anything that you're not powerful enough to feel. So whatever's in your awareness right now, that's what you're powerful enough to feel and process. So you process that and you work through it. And then once you've kind of, if you want to look at layers, you know, once you've kind of like felt that layer, you'll go through to another layer. And then at that layer, you're more powerful. And it's this beautiful organic opening after opening after opening. And there's no need to go in and, and force. But even with that, as I've experienced, it still can be like a little bit overwhelming and confusing as new things open up. Um, and a lot of, especially for myself, like very sensitive kid I was, clearly there was a lot of energies that I needed to feel. Um, and that uh, and that's all being felt right now. And yeah, it's, it's all just deeper layers and deeper wounds. Just seeing it from this, this new elevated perspective and seeing it with, uh, you know, like more power, more, more ability to, to love what's coming up. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine and she was sharing this story with me about how, um, her partner went to this holotropic, is that how you say it? Holotropic? breath yep. work with all of these other people who had PTSD and they took them through the breath work and all of the trauma resurfaced. And then there was no guidance. And a lot of the people there fell into a depression and it's like, how are you responsible? Like to resurface someone's trauma and then not to teach them how, what to do with when it comes up. And that's the difference between that and what we teach is like, when it resurfaces, right? We're not here to, no one's here to re-traumatize you. Like, no. And, but what people have to understand, it's like when you're triggered, like there it is, there's the trauma that's not processed. And where we take you deeper and further is let's connect as you process and transform and bring love to the trauma that's there and the programs that are activated. And so that was a real eye-opening, eye-opener of a story for me. Cause I was like, that's the difference between that and what we do. And it doesn't mean breathwork is bad. Breathwork is beautiful. But 
when you're working with people who have trauma and you're taking them through this very forceful experience and all their stuff comes up, like, holy crap. Like the last time I did breath work, I was like, I cannot do this. Like my anxiety was off the roof. And I'm sure now, like with this work, it would be different, but I just can't imagine when someone's not connected and doing that, like what, what the damage that can really be done to, to someone who has PTSD. Yeah. And that, that's a beautiful example because from what I've experienced depression as, and I've experienced a good amount of it is it's when we resist. So when something is being activated and we don't know how to feel it, yeah. we resist feeling it. And then this, where we enter is the that low vibrational energy frequency of what we categorize as depression. And all it is, is that we're, we're resisting feeling what it is that's, that's trying to come through. And so we enter this very low place because we're, we're trying not, we're, we're doing our best not to feel the pain that's mm -hmm. in there because we're not connected to our power. And ultimately it was like severe depression that led me onto this path. So it's a, it's an interesting thing because while I know nobody wants to go through depression, it's very painful. Um, that pain did create an awakening in me that led me into a path that now I'm on, which I know is bringing me mental and emotional freedom. And at times it doesn't feel like that. And it's very challenging. And that's exactly what this podcast is about, is about, it can really feel daunting when you do start going into yourself and start opening up Pandora's box and start opening up to all these things. It is a, it is a challenging process, but on the other side of it and in the moments that I, uh, that I do get that clarity in my head's above the clouds, I'm like, I mean, this is the best thing in the world. This is incredible. And it's giving me freedom because if I didn't do this work, I would be stuck going in and out of depression. And yes, depression still shows up in my life, but instead of lasting for months and years, it lasts for days, sometimes hours, sometimes minutes, sometimes it's like it shows up and I'm able to open. And this happened throughout a couple of years ago where I felt, I woke up one morning and I felt that like glued to the bed. And I just stopped, I dropped in and opened and within 20 minutes, and I've spoke about this before on the podcast, I felt my entire energy shift. Now, recently it's been, it's been more than, it's been more than that. It's been a few days because it's felt like the deeper stuff, um, has been coming up and I've been resisting it and that's okay, you know? Uh, and then it's about, okay, well, let me feel what's here and let me be okay with what's coming up. And as I do that and I work through it, all of a sudden the depression lifts as I process the pain that's actually underneath there. But that's not to say that, you know, I'm not saying that depression doesn't exist by any way, like it definitely does. And I've experienced it a lot. It's just normally what I've experienced is it's the symptom. It's the outcome of not feeling the true, the true pain or the true energies that are being activated underneath there. And I know you've had a lot of experience with depression and, and maybe this year that you want to share. Depression has been with me since birth. <laughs> like it's, it's been with me through a lot of things. Um, I can give an example of last night, you and I were in the living room and all of a sudden I started feeling so much like fear and terror and anxiety out of nowhere. And I could feel my, I could feel the programs attaching to me and I could feel them pulling me in. And then I don't know if you remember, I looked at you and I was like, anxiety is here. And so is fear. And so is terror. And I had this moment where I was like, that's okay that you're here. 
I can just open to you. I can just open to you right now. I can just love you because I know what you're doing. I know all your dirty little tricks right now. I know you want to suck me in. I know you want me to get lost in the sauce right now. I know exactly. And that's okay. I see you for what you are. That's all right. I'm going to open. And as soon as I opened, not to make it go away, just to open to it, to acknowledge it, to feel it. Holy shit. In a matter of minutes, I was like, oh, I'm good. And throughout the whole night, it would creep in. And I'd be like, that's okay. You're that's okay. I'm cool with you. Let me open to you. And I got through last night because of that. And and it's these small shifts. It's like, you know this, right? But sometimes when the programs take over and they're so intense, you get lost in it. But I'm getting better at, oh, okay, you're here. Beautiful. That's okay. Let me open. Let me open. Let me open. Let me love you. Let me love you. Let me love you. And that's the energetic detachment truly of like, noticing it, acknowledging it and going, let me open. And you are energetically detaching from it instead of becoming it. Beautiful. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly it. And when we are able to do that, then we don't have to wake up the next day with that depression, you know, with that weighed down feeling that we didn't process something yesterday or today. It's like, yeah, when this stuff comes up, we can learn to open to it and bring our love and our light to it in that moment. Mm-hmm. And with all that being said, like everyone's healing journey, this is a constant reminder for me, is not linear. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I've learned this work now. Everything is going to be joyous and light and I'm just going to be high on life because that's not reality. No. Like stuff's going to come. Old wounding is going to surface, deeper layers are going to show up, different Mm -hmm. triggers, and people are going to come into your life to reflect certain things. And then once you've, you know, finished healing all of that, you'll be challenged Mm -hmm. as a soul to keep growing and keep elevating. I'm certainly in a place where I'm still, uh, still very much being challenged and triggered, Um, Mm -hmm. very much still going into many layers of my wounds. Uh, And as you said, it's difficult when at first like when they show up when a new layer pops up and and then you're like you can't remember and they just connect all i need to do right now is open but when that stuff hits Mm -hmm. it's like you just completely forget yeah and then eventually you're doing the work and then you're like oh it's this simple yeah we're literally shifting from all we know is to be attached to the shadow self to detaching, knowing that you're not the shadow self. So that's a process. Okay. Especially you, you know, you're not one years old and you're learning this, you know, most of us are in our twenties or thirties or forties or fifties or sixties. Like it's a process. So just honor the process and celebrate those little wins where you remember, Oh, that's not me. I'm a divine soul. What the fuck am I bugging about right now? Let me connect. And, um, that's exciting. Those are the moments, those little wins right there. And like, when I say wins, it's just those, like, it's the remembrance, you know, it's the, okay, I'm, I'm connected. I'm good. I can go into this and it's okay. Um, those are the moments where I'm excited about my journey. Cause a lot of the times it's journey is not exciting because it's so painful, right? But (laughs) it's those moments and it's those little shifts. It's those like, uh, like, you know, today I woke up and I was like another day. And I was like, Whoa, Ellie. That's what you're, you're, you're creating your reality in that energy of, oh, it's another day. It's going to be another hard day. It's going to be another this. It's like, 
That's what you're creating for yourself. Open. Because this life is actually magical. You just, all you just know is suffering. And so it was this moment of like, you don't need to make your entire reality suffering anymore. Like mm-hmm. it can be different. Just choose differently. And I did. And, you know, it's just those moments where I'm like, okay, good. Keep going. I like, keep going. Keep going. Before we before we run today, I want to just go lastly into because it came up a lot about detachment because I know this is something within you that you've shifted a lot and I can feel um, within you talking about it now and I've seen you know personally that you've had a shift and for anyone that you know doesn't know exactly what we mean like you can be attached to all of your programs and normally if you've not done much work, you're going to be very attached to your pain, very attached to your shadow self. And then the more you do this work, you will learn how to detach by connecting to your divinity and then be able to love that from a, from a very different, very different space. And this came up for me within this last uh, couple of weeks where I was going for a a job interview uh, for a, a weekend job. And for whatever reason, oh, I think I was just in my head getting super insecure about whether or not they would they were going to hire me. And it brought up a lot. And then I realized as I was going into it, I was like, okay, Danny, like go into what programs are being brought up. And it was a lot of un, like insecurity and unworthiness. And, and then I realized I was like, why am I giving my power away to somebody else on whether or not I get hired to make me feel worthy. Why would I do that? So in that moment, I just dropped in and I could feel I just detached. I was like, I don't need to give away my power to this this other person or anything. Like my own worth comes from within myself. So let me just, let me give that to me right now. And it felt great. But then my programs came in and was like, oh, are you bypassing? And we had to go into it later that day. Um, And that's what, you know, this work can do is it can give you that freedom of like, okay. And once I detached from it, I was able to go into the interview in an entirely different energy because I wasn't in this energy of fear or insecurity that, you know, that, oh, they're not going to like me and I need this. I was in open and I was in surrender and flow. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And yeah, I think it's, I can really have like a beautiful sigh of relief when I think about energetic detachment. Cause it's like, you know, for so long, you just think you're broken, you know, for so long you think you're like, you know, they label you as mentally ill, you know, mentally unstable and things like that. And so I thought that I had all these things, you know, I had really bad depression and I had anxiety and I had panic attacks and, you know, I had, have, have all these things. I don't have any of those things. They're just energies that are living my field that I haven't been processed that I need to love and honor and transcend. And the detachment from that, because in the spiritual world, they talk about a lot of just detach from it, just detach from it. It's like, God damn it. Like, why are you teaching people that it's just bypassing? Like it's fucking bullshit. And I can talk about it because I've, I tried to do that for a long time. Like, let me just detach. Let me just forget about it. Let me just like, and it's like, it doesn't do shit. It's an energy. You don't just detach from an energy without processing it and transforming it. It'll keep showing up. And so the energetic detachment piece of this work has been ugh, so significant and so badass. It's like, I can feel myself 
when it energetically detaches. And then I'm like, aha, there you are. Not sneaking up from the back and stabbing me. I see you in front of me and let me just love you. Um, yeah, so could, you, so could you go into from your own experience, like what's the difference between, you know, what you do now with energetic detachment versus the spiritual bypass detachment? Yeah. So the spiritual bypass before was this like, um, every time fear would show up, right. I would like listen to all these people and they'd be like, just like, you shouldn't be in low vibe vibes, like F low vibes. And I'd be like, you know what, when fear would show up and like sadness and all that stuff, I'd be like, screw you. Like I'm detaching from you. Like you're, you're not, you're not mine, you know, all this stuff. And then the fear would come back over and over and over again. And then this work is, oh, fear is here. Oh, okay. You exist in my fields. You've been with me for a very long time never really truly acknowledged you with love. And so let me drop in, let me connect to my divinity because my divinity doesn't have fear. My divinity isn't anxious. My divinity isn't panicked. You know, my divinity doesn't feel worthless. Let me connect to the who I am, really. Okay, there I am. And now here's fear. And now fear is not on me, right? It's trying to get on me. It's like, you can't, you can't. It's like, it's like, um, oil and water, you know, when like you, you put, uh, water on oil or whatever, it just slips off it's like that. or how about this? When you're out, yeah. When you're out and it's raining a lot and you're wearing a raincoat and the raindrops are just like, kind of like slipping off. It's like, it can't touch divinity. It can't. Yeah. Do you understand even what divinity is? Do you understand what you are, you know? And so it's those moments where it's like when the boogeyman used to come, it was so big and now it's like. I look at him and I'm like, okay, you're not what I thought you used to be. So let mm -hmm. me just really just love you to transform you. And that's the energetic detachment piece, pulling it in front of me, seeing it for what it is connected, opening, blasting my light with it. So, yeah. 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 It's that shift from like saying, oh, I have anxiety, which you can mm -hmm. hear the attachment to that, right? Yes. That's when I have it, right? Yeah. Versus, oh, I'm experiencing anxiety right now, or I'm feeling anxiety. But that's not who I am. Right. I'm not my who I am is not. I don't have. I'm not having something. I'm not holding it. It's like no. I'm experiencing it right now. And as long as I keep dropping into my heart, I know that energy is going to transform because mm -hmm. that's not who I am. But for a long time, I would say, yeah, I, I have, I have, I have depression. I have severe anxiety. I have a panic disorder. And it's like within that, if you like feel into it there's the energy that I'm attached to it. And there's mm -hmm. a certain level of me that was attached to that certain, certain frequency, that pain for whatever reason. And, you know, that's a whole other topic of, of why we attach to those things. Um, and that we don't need to go into right now, but yeah. yeah beautiful. So to everyone out there, you know, um, if you're being called to open Pandora's box, connect to your heart, open, and know that when you open Pandora's box, yes, it will be challenging. Of course, this journey is, right? Getting to a higher level of consciousness, getting back to what we really all are, which is unconditional love and oneness. That's not a passive journey. But know that who you will discover you are as the layers shed, as you open more, as you connect deeper. This is a journey that... Um, you can't even describe. You have to go on it to understand it and experience it. So go on it. If you feel, if you hear the calling, pick up the call because you will be trapped where you are for a really long time. I was trapped for 32 years. 
Um, and now I just feel just bits and bits of freedom and I'm like, Oh, mm -hmm. this is it. This is it. So, um, sending you guys so much love and to anyone out there, if you want to share this podcast, please do subscribe, like, um, whatever comment, anything. It helps us to do the podcast for free. If you want to work with Danny or any of our other amazing mystical life coaches at MSU, uh, one-on-one -on -one or group class, sign up for a free consultation with us at masterselfuniversity.com. And check out Rachel's book, The 20 Universal Ways of Oneness. These 20 spiritual decrees are here to help you become an enlightened being. And it is powerful beyond comprehension. Check it out. It's on Amazon. And until next time, we will see you guys then. Bye. Bye.